Hi, this is Denise for Refresh Her. In the last couple of broadcasts, we've been talking about a woman we find in the book of Luke, chapter 1, Elizabeth. The woman who had been praying and praying and waiting and trusting God for a baby. She did not have a child, and at this time, it was a looked upon as a curse from God not to have a, a baby. And now we see her and her husband are well-stricken in years. They're older, and we've learned that during these years while she waited, she was a woman who obeyed God. She knew his word, she loved his word, and she kept his word. As a matter of fact, Luke tells us that she was righteous before God, not because she did good things, but because she was made right by a relationship with God. You and I are saved by trusting Christ as our Savior, receiving what he did for us on the cross as the punishment for our sin. Then you and I can say that we too are righteous before God. We are made right. But she was also a woman who prayed. She had this unfulfilled longing for a child. And we understand that she was asking God for this baby because when we get down to where Zacharias is in the temple, the angel comes to Zacharias and said to him, Fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard. And thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. The angel said, Your prayer is heard. And we talked last time about how that wasn't past tense. That's a present tense verb. Your prayer is heard. When you and I pray to the Lord, our prayer request falls on the ear of an eternal God. God never forgets what we've prayed. That request is always in his ear. And he was at work doing what only God could do, the improbable, making this older woman be able to conceive and bear a son. God was at work. And I believe during that whole time that she was a woman who was praying. Sometimes it's hard for us to wait while we pray. We often look to the Lord as almost like a a genie in a bottle. We just think if we pray a prayer that he's just going to make this thing happen in our time. But we must remember that God is eternal. And so he doesn't work on a timetable like you and I would think he should work. And so Elizabeth is waiting, and she's, I believe, has received peace from the Lord. One of the blessings of just continuing to pray about something is, I believe there is a time when God gives us peace to just stop praying or to have peace about the no, not right now answer. And we can be okay with that. And we can remember even stories like this one are written so that we can be reminded that sometimes even when we cannot see, God is answering in incredible ways so that he will get the greatest glory. I'm reminded of several years ago, a time when one of my daughters asked me if I would help her prepare for Thanksgiving by making some pie crusts. And I may have shared this on the broadcast before, but It's such a great example to me of learning to wait on God. But she asked me if I would make pie crust for her because she was going to take dessert to her in-laws for Thanksgiving. And I said, well, why why don't you just come over and you and I can make pie crust together and I'll show you how to make them. So she did that. She came over and we stood side by side and 
She ended up making her own cross as I guided her and instructed her. You know, I believe there are some really good lessons here about prayer and about waiting. What my daughter learned while she was waiting was that she could trust that I knew something that she didn't know. She could look to me to show her and teach her something. While you and I are waiting for God to answer our prayer, we have to remember that God knows things that we do not know and that he isn't answering right now because of his providential knowledge of what is going to happen in the future. I believe my daughter learned to be patient while I instructed and she was learning. When you and I are waiting for God to answer our prayers, he teaches us patience. He teaches us to learn to wait on him and also to lean in and listen to what he's wanting to say to us. While my daughter and I worked together, I think she learned to appreciate all the pies that I had made in the past because of the techniques that I knew. And you know, while you and I are waiting for God to answer our prayer, we can look back to all the times that God answered when we prayed. Can you remember those things? Have you written them down so you won't forget? We can look back and we can say, oh God, you have been so faithful. You are so powerful. And I know that I can trust you right now. And lastly, I think my daughter, while she and I were working together, she learned to be excited about doing this on her own later on. And you and I can be excited to be energized for the walk ahead. We can think, you know what? The days ahead are unknown to me. But I know because my God answers prayer that I can continue to walk with him and he will provide everything I need. He will take care of me and it energizes us for the future days. I want us to understand, lastly, as we talk about Elizabeth, that not only was she a woman who obeyed, not only was she a woman who prayed, but she was a woman who just stayed. She stayed by the stuff. Have you ever known somebody that just quit on God because they didn't get what they wanted? Have you ever done that? Have you ever just given up? She was a woman who stayed by the stuff. She stayed, first of all, she stayed faithful. We don't see Elizabeth running all over the place, questioning God, being unfaithful in her devotion to him. No, she was faithful. She continued to serve him. She continued to obey. She continued to pray. We don't see her questioning God's love for her, but she stayed true to God because she came to know his character. She knew who he was. So she was faithful. But I also believe that she stayed home. Where does Zacharias find her when he finishes at the temple? When he finishes, the angel had told him that this child would give them gladness and joy. And then Zacharias goes home. And where is Elizabeth? She is there. In verse 23, And it came to pass that as soon as the days of the ministration were accomplished, he departed to his own house. And after those days, his wife Elizabeth conceived and hid herself. Even though there were no children to care for at that time, there were no little blankets to knit, there were no children there to train, She's just there for Zacharias. He was her first ministry in her home. Later, we see that she is at home when Mary comes to visit her. And I never see or read about her being in a tizzy or crying or bemoaning her life or her situation. Let's contrast 
Proverbs chapter 5, verse 6. It says, lest thou shouldest ponder the path of life, her ways, and this is talking about the strange woman, her ways are movable that thou canst not know them. The strange woman is here and there, back and forth, wandering about. What are we to do while we wait for God to answer our prayer? We're to be faithful. What's the next right thing that you need to do? Then let's get after it and let's do it. Waiting for God doesn't mean that we are inactive. And our first responsibility that God has given to us as women is to those in our home. They are our first ministry. And if it's just you and your husband, he is your first ministry. When John is born, Elizabeth is ready. She's ready to train him, and she's ready to pray for him. And where does she do it? She does it at home. So she's faithful. She's at home. And I also see that she stays submissive. We can clearly see that she was submissive to her husband. When verse 24 tells us that after those days, his wife Elizabeth conceived, and she hid herself five months. And then in verse 60, we also see that she was submissive when they were going to name the son after his father. And she says, no, his name must not be Zacharias, but his name is to be John. She submits to what God had told them. God had already named their son. She's a submissive woman. She obeys to her husband and she obeys God's authority. But she also stays close to God. Verse 39, And Mary arose in those days and went to the hill country with haste into the city of Judea. And she entered into the house of Zacharias and saluted Elizabeth. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. Wow. It was revealed to Elizabeth by God that this was the Son of God in Mary's womb. She was used to hearing from God. The woman whom God speaks to is the woman who has been listening all along. God doesn't reveal himself to people who are just curious. God reveals himself to people that are serious. And you and I won't hear from God on the run at the drive through if you will. We need to have days of sitting at his feet. God doesn't shout at us. He whispers to us. I love Proverbs chapter 8 and verse 34. It says that, that we must sit at the gate and wait at the post of our doors. God talks to us when we're sitting and we're waiting to hear from him. God won't shout at us. So here we have Elizabeth. She's faithful. She's home. She's submissive. She's close to God. She is a woman who just knew the heart of God. How about you? How does right today, how, how does your heart look? Are you being faithful to the Lord? Are you staying close to him in your devotion, serving the Lord, not doubting his character? Are you ministering in your home and taking care of the responsibilities there that God has given to you? Are you being active to do the next right thing while you are waiting? 
Are you being submissive to your husband? Are you being submissive to what God has shown you that he wants you to do? And are you staying close to God? Are you spending good quality time in his word as you wait for him to answer your prayers? God is at work. Just as we see here in Elizabeth's life, God is at work in our lives. And we can trust him for the unfulfilled longings that we are praying about. God may not give you exactly what you're praying for, and he may not do it in the time that you think, but he will either give you peace about it and contentment, or he will fulfill that longing in a time that is different than your time frame. I love to remember that Romans 15.4 says that these things that were written were written for our learning, that we, through patience and comfort of the scriptures, might have hope. Don't quit, my friend. Don't give up. Let's be women like Elizabeth was. She wasn't perfect, but she obeyed, she prayed, and she stayed. This whole story isn't about Elizabeth. This whole story is about a God who can do the improbable as well as the impossible. Watch to see what he wants to do in your life as you walk with him today. This is Denise for Refresher. Thank you for listening. Be sure to check out the show notes for links that are relatable to the episode that you just heard. Why not share this episode with someone else that you know who needs to be refreshed? Refreshed.